Hi, friends. Welcome to the True Face Podcast. We are John, David, and Bruce today. And I've been told that people listen to this while they run. And let me just say... How would you do that? I, I, I hope that the sound is... We're getting better. I hope that all that's happening. But I just don't like to run. So bless you for being able to do it. And, and I to can't listen, run. To listen to <laughs> yeah. us while you do it? Yes. I feel like maybe I get some physical benefit from it, maybe. <laughs> like I'm joining them. Is that possible? I don't know. Oh, I don't okay. know. I don't think it works virtually no. like that. I I feel like if they'd share their anaerobic exercise, then is <laughs> that aerobic? I don't know. It's aerobic. Okay. Yep. Um, it's happy you're doing it. That's yeah, great. I can. Yeah. It's yeah, wonderful. I, I don't even know how you how you can hear when you're running like that. If, no. I can't hear with the, the roof in my car open. I can't uh, hear things. Okay. So speaking yeah, things. So. There you are. If you're in Phoenix, then you'd be running in about 108 today. Ah, so it was beautiful in the mountains this morning, though. Tell you what, five o'clock in the morning in the mountains, it really is beautiful. It's, yeah, it's doable. Yeah, very nice. I've been told. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. you've been told. Hey, yesterday we had some Seattle folks yes. who are used to cooler weather yeah. spend a whole day with us. Yeah, we did. Uh, that was fun. What was oh, the highlight so of that fun. day, uh, man? Well, those two young guys, I just for me, um, it it just reminds me how powerful the the story of of I mean, obviously the story of Jesus is super powerful, but the story that Jesus not only is is powerful to change our lives, but he's also powerful to help us be able to trust him and others come into a safe place, and there is this you could call it freedom. You could call it safety. You could call it a lot of things, but there is just a feeling when you know that you don't have to front or fake and you're around people who have talent and, and all of that, but none of that is mm. what the, the currency is. Mm -hmm. And to have, you know, two people come in who are trying to help us do some things, but the feel of it just felt like they knew they were so welcome. We felt like it was, mm -hmm. it was like that's of God that a community that doesn't even know each other can so mm -hmm. quickly come together and be like, we're for each other. You bet. And it really feels authentic. And, you know, the other things could happen. And, of course, hardship happens. We know all about that. But there's no other place where that truly happens, that yeah. just sense of because of Jesus, we get to be okay with each other and have fun. And, and I just felt that yesterday. And I don't always. It was so such a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it can, it can be – an environment where these are colleagues on a project and they have their friendship is totally uh, emanating out of completing a project. But this is different. This yeah. is this is friends who say, oh, and by the way, uh, we're going to get around to a project. Yes. Uh, but right Absolutely. now, this is about shared life and shared uh, encouraging each other and then discovering Oh, yes, we can do this project. I think the other thing that reminded me yesterday is um, well, we've got the, the Curin parents that we're moving along on that we're going to release sometime this year as a book. And I was thinking about parenting and how much um, listening to these guys' stories, they did something they were passionate about since they were kids. And it happened to be that all of that passion, which they had no clue if it would ever turn into money. Yeah. <laughs> um, is now benefiting us. It's benefiting them. And I'm like, I want that for my life. I want that for my kid's life. I want that from everyone's life that I know, that sense of 
abandoned to the passion of doing the things we're best at for Jesus and for others. And that in that, we'd get some really great skill and we'd get some really great imagination and we'd have a blast. And then on the backside, we'd be, maybe we'd get paid really well to do it. And when I see those stories, I'm invigorated. And I want that for people because I feel like obviously not everyone's going to get paid well for what they do or whatever. But when you find the joy of something that God's put in you and you get to flourish in it, the the imagination that comes out of that yeah, is absolutely. so absolutely fun. That's right. Absolutely. They were captured by a question that we've used so often that sources out of Bo's Cafe. Uh, you know, what if there was a place so safe mm-hmm. that the worst of you uh, could be known, and you'd discover you were loved more, respected more, mm-hmm. not less in the telling of it, mm-hmm. and that captivated them. Mm-hmm to such an extent that uh, mm-hmm. they realized they had the opportunity themselves to experience this safety, this lightness. Mm. I think the topics that we've been working on these last three weeks in this fresh and favorite on forgiveness and repentance are key to keeping and maintaining, nurturing a safe place. Absolutely. Without that, you have short-term communities that are not too safe. And so today we we just want to merge from forgiveness over into repentance, these two sides of the same coin. And we start in Acts 3, verse 19. And this is oh, just a preface. This is, um, you know, when you, when you first come to Jesus, but the, the principle applies throughout. Um, so therefore, repent and return so that your sins may be wiped away in order that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Hmm. Mm. And you have one in Second Timothy. Yeah, I was just taken by what you said. That is an initial decision, and our sins are washed away. But there's an application that is full of refreshment that you were saying, we miss it so much. We spend so much time in our life missing that. We and do. it can happen simply by needing to repent of an act that I've done. Or I need to repent at your inability to repent to an act that you've done to me. And so sometimes that's much more subtle. And I so so while I can hold on to the fact that, wait, you have not repented and I'm trying to forgive you, but I can't until you repent. And after a while... I can stop trusting that God is working for me and that he's on my side and that he understands and that he's strong enough. And I become the proud. I become the one who starts to solve his own stuff. And God says, I have to wait till you get tired enough to repent now of such bitterness. And that can be a seditious, toxic, silent killer that that uh, I know I carried for a long time and and thought I was noble in it, thought I was uh, taking the high road in doing it, thought I was protecting civilization in doing it. And in truth, God says, John, you have been proud uh, and I have to wait for your humility. And and so part of that whole process is uh, along with uh, forgiving the other, I have to admit, sometimes this is uh, about me too, that I have let go of 
trusting God to take care of this. And I've taken things into my own hands and now I need to repent. And, and, and repentance seems like it's saying this time, God, I promise I won't do it that way again. When in truth, repentance is saying to God, I think I've convinced myself and you and all of the angels that I can't and that you're going to have to do that in me. And so it's a, it's once again asking for the power of the shed blood of Christ to avail me, to, to wash away and make me feel clean again by saying, I own this. This is about me. God, I've held on to this. And God says, yes, you're forgiven once for all. Yes, of course you're forgiven. Yes. But now the practical application in this new need You've been cleansed, mm-hmm. so you're you're refreshed. You're you're free now to go be alive in your relationships with each other. It's going to happen again, but you're free again, and it's that it is that simple. It's that fast. It can happen in the hearing of this plus twelve seconds, you know, which is a miraculous gift to God. It is. That's that's why it's so it's redemptive. We couldn't do it apart yeah. from yeah. Uh, the work of Jesus uh, on the cross. And I, I think about the fact that we often believe that we're going to have to willpower our way into repentance. And as you've just said, God not only asks us to repent so that we get the benefit That's of right. refreshing seasons of his presence, even though he never left. It's just that we're we're not experiencing these refreshing That's seasons because right. we're we're not in touch, um, we're not experiencing the cleansing that He provides for us, and then as as your scripture in Second Timothy says, it it actually is a gift. So He asks us, and then He gives us. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, He says, "I want you to initiate." Oh, by the way, I'll initiate. Uh, it. Yeah, I'll and, give this to you. And, and so I, I love that in Second Timothy two twenty four, he's talking about. Anybody who wants to be a minister of this gospel, he says, the Lord's bond servant must not be quarrelsome, but be kind to everyone, able to teach, patient when wronged, and with gentleness, correct those who are in opposition, if perhaps God may grant them repentance, leading to the knowledge of the truth. That it's a gift that God would give the humble. That, that yes. is, And so it's he's saying, you just be in the arena. You stay in the arena with them because God is behind the scenes longing for their heart to be softened so that they may ask for and receive uh, the gift of repentance, yes. not not the, the grinded out ability to repent. And it's a gift, so it's not a patronizing thing. It's not like, oh my gosh, I'm so great, so right. yeah. they should get this because I'm... I'm obviously better. Like the more that I see the the character of God in these words, the more I'm realizing that there is no tear. There is maturity is never a rank. Mm. Maturity mm. will always lead to a softer heart of mm. love for the gift of someone else to come to a new experience of the goodness of the acceptance of Jesus. Well said. Yeah. I am just praying that every one of us who are speaking as well as hearing this podcast will not pass up these amazing seasons of refreshing and the presence of, of the Lord and that we will get to walk. I like what you said. We will get to walk by sight, by faith, not by sight. 
you were saying sometimes our sight, we want to see the other person yes. repent. Yes. And first, no, no. We walk by faith. We don't get to see everything of the outcome of That's a conflict. Right. That's right. No, we trust God and he grants us this gift. And I think one last thing I want to say is I'm almost speaking so like this is such an easy thing to do. I want to remind people, it took me three years of yeah. you and others saying, John, we're with you. We got you. Please here. It, I, we all know. This is hard stuff. And for some of you, this is very hard stuff to hear because you feel like you're, you're holding, you're the only one holding down the fort. Right. And, and that, that art, that gift, that beauty of being able to say, I'm going to forgive to get these hooks out of me hmm. for my benefit. Hmm. Uh, we just, we just pray that over you for anyone who's in that place because we just know how hard it is in this season for you. Absolutely. Well, we'll see you next week. Thank you, guys. Keep running. <laughs> <laughs> For us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>